is Actually You Are a Real Runner with Jacqueline Riccio. Hey, it's Jacqueline of SystemsForSelfCare.com, where I teach you to consistently take daily actions so you can feel happier, healthier, and more confident. Remember, if you are that person who really struggles when it comes to food, you're always on a diet or way off a diet, and you'd like to find balance, you'd like to just learn how to eat your going to want to get moderation made easy. Remember, it is my completely free mini course teaching you how to find balance with food, teaching how to show up for yourself and feel good in your body. And yes, actually, so there's three lessons in moderation made easy. Um, the third lesson is how to have some dessert without eating the entire kitchen. That was a very specific question someone asked. Um, how do I have a dessert? How do I have a dessert without eating the entire kitchen? So I made a video just on that, how to have dessert without eating the entire kitchen. So remember, moderation made easy, completely free. For that, you'll go to systemsforselfcare.com slash moderation made easy. Okay, let's get to today's episode, which is all about when you mess up. <laughs> when you mess up, when you are an imperfect human and you mess up. Um, a lot of people, when they mess up, this is kind of the the spiral, the downward spiral. Oh my gosh, I messed up. Oh my gosh, you know, I didn't stick to the plan. Um, because I didn't stick to the plan, that must mean that I'm a failure. Um, I'm a failure. Since I'm a failure, I might as well just keep failing. I might as well just let everything unravel because I suck. Like this is what I always do. I re- I mess up all the time, right? Um, I-, I can relate to this story. I've done this a million times when it comes to healthy eating, when it comes to exercise. Um, I've done this so many times. And yeah, I mean, like there, there are times, so I did four like perfect whole thirties, but there were also attempts at whole thirties where I did mess up like early on. So then that was the downwards, downward spiral, right? Um, like I, the first time I tried to do a whole 30 day 14 or 15, my grandfather passes away get together with family for the funeral, for the wake and the funeral. And it's, you know, everything falls apart when it comes to food. Right. So the story in my head was, well, I've already messed up at whole 30. Um, this wasn't a perfect month. Why even bother? Might as well continue eating food. Right. So that story about the mess up, the story about the mistake, the story about the misstep with food, um, led to downward spiral, downward spiral. I can't say that word. <laughs> um, right. And the same thing would happen with exercise. Okay, cool. I'm going to do a, well, I mean, that happened the same month that I was trying to do a whole 30, um, with a, of exercise. Actually, I called it 30, 30 before 30, 30 days of exercise before I turned 30. Messed that up. Same thing. Well, I've already missed a day. I've already messed up my perfect exercise streak. Why even bother? You know, downward spiral. So, that's not helpful. <laughs> it's really, really not helpful. And one of the things that I've learned through all of this over the last seven, eight years of, you know, trying to figure out health and happiness um, is mistakes are a part of the journey, missteps and being imperfect. It, it is a part of the journey. And when programs like Whole30 tell you, you cannot mess up. And if you mess up, you need to start over. It's really harmful. And it's also really dangerous thinking. And all it is, I mean, it's perfectionism. And 
um, having high standards is good. Having high standards for yourself. That's a great thing. But perfectionism is stuff that leads to eating disorders. Perfectionism is stuff that leads to anxiety and depression and really terrible things. Um, I'm reading in my CBT coaching book, my life coaching book, um, we talked about this in the episode with Caroline, um, cognitive distortions, one distorted thinking is called all or nothing thinking, (laughs) seeing events in extreme terms that allow for no shades of gray or middle ground. So when you do things like a whole 30, um, or whole 100 or 100 running, um, streak, 100 day running streak, there's no shades of gray. You see in extreme terms and I get it. You think that that having um, this really strict plan is going to discipline you and punish you into being compliant. But if you do make a mistake, then you're like, well, the opposite of all is I guess doing nothing. I've already messed up. I can't do all. So I'm just going to do nothing. And perpetuating that, it's not a fun way to live life. Um, It's really, really stressful. Uh, Additionally, some other distorted thinking, this is Uh, magnification, minimization, you're exaggerating the negative and reducing the positive. So look, I stumbled over this and I turned this into, and I turned this into a whole disaster. So you're, you're exaggerating the negative. Um, Oh my gosh, I can't do anything right. You know, I'm the worst. I can't be perfect. I guess this will never be um, for me. Right. Uh, other cognitive distortions, you're discounting the positive. So it doesn't even matter that you ate healthy for a couple of days or that you managed stress well for a couple of days or you you got yourself out moving, right? It doesn't even matter. You completely discount all of those days that you have shown up for yourself and you've done an action because this this all or nothing thinking, you think that you should be perfect. So when you mess up, it's just uh, you know, a terrible, a terrible thing. So Doing that is not helpful. (laughs) It's not helpful when you mess up to let things unravel. And I think you get to a point where you're kind of sick and tired of that narrative. You're kind of sick and tired of hearing yourself be such a jerk to yourself. And you're kind of sick and tired of that being your life where anytime you make a mistake, it's the end of the world. Like you, you just kind of get sick and tired of that. And so it's like, well, what can we do to change this so that we're not continuing to create problems around this, but we're actually solving problems. I used to say this to my kindergartners, be a problem solver instead of a problem creator. Let's figure out a way to solve this problem. And again, the solution is not to go do another all or nothing plan. The thing is to learn from your mistakes, learn from when you messed up, um, give yourself compassion. Like we're all humans. Like we're literally going to mess up all of the things that we do. Like seriously, I mess up. I make a million mistakes. Um, you, yeah, constantly, constantly making mistakes that I keep showing up. And I think that because I have compassion for myself now, which I didn't used to, um, I can keep showing up and I can get over those mistakes. Um, the more you make mistakes, the easier it is to like, not be such a jerk to yourself when you make a mistake. So anyways, what I like to tell people when you mess up is to take a moment and just like step back, um, let go of the shame talk, let go of the, I'm just the worst person, you know, always and, and see what went wrong. Let's, let's, let's make some like tangible, um, 
concrete examples. So let's just pretend that you were supposed to go um, for a morning run, right? And you don't go for the morning run. And later on in the day, you're like, you know, I should have done that. Instead of falling down that story of I'm the worst, I do this all the time, I guess this isn't for me. Instead of falling down that story, like look at your morning, give yourself some time to think. And this is why I think writing is so important. (laughs) Pull out a pen and paper and write this down so you get it on paper. And it's like, what went wrong? Without falling into that shame story, just like objectively, what went wrong? Okay, my alarm went off and I didn't want to get up. My alarm went off and I didn't want to get up. I was tired. My body is so tired from work yesterday. I had to stay up late with the kids, right? So now we start to see, like, kind of takes the emotion out of it and it takes the shame talk and the labeling out of it, right? My alarm went off and I didn't want to get up. Okay. So if that's what the problem is, the problem is not that you suck and you're a failure. The alarm went off and you didn't want to get up. Okay. What can we do to help you get up when the alarm goes off? You know, can we, um, does the alarm need to be on later? Do you need to go to bed earlier? Do you need to decrease the activity? Maybe you're supposed to go for a five mile run in the morning and you're like, my body is so tired. I don't want to go for a five mile run. That's going to be too hard. I don't want to do that. Can you get up and go for a 10 minute walk? Right. Can we just get you into the habit of being a person who gets up in the morning and goes and moves their body? So it's actually, instead of increasing the strictness and the punishment and all of that, instead of increasing it, can we actually decrease it so that we can get you a quick win, get you a quick win. And then later on, we're going to build and habit stack that like increase it. I see this, um, like actually in like, I always relate things to a classroom, but it's like, if a book is too hard for a kid, you don't keep telling the kid like, you got to do this. You got to do this. You got to do this. Maybe the kid needs a little bit of an easier book to gain some confidence and like work on some reading skills. And then we can increase the level of the books instead of like trying to push and push and push this thing. That's not working. Let's take a few steps back and make it a little bit easier, get some wins, and then we'll increase later. So yeah, you want to feel like, like objectively take the emotion out and what went wrong. What is the solution to that problem? Right. And then the next time that this opportunity pops up. So great. Now you wake up the next morning. Maybe you still don't want to get up, but you need to choose the opposite action. Usually, usually I have, you know, I make myself have to run five miles. I don't have to run five miles. I just have to walk 10 minutes. Right. I need to choose the opposite action that I usually do. I usually just stay in bed and press snooze. I got to choose the opposite action because the opposite action is going to get me a different result, right? So this is how you turn like something that you keep messing up. You keep making a mistake with this. Um, change the action you take. Sure, make it easier. We got, you know, But you got to change the action. Again, nothing changes unless you change the action. And then you repeat that. So let's, let's just imagine now you get these reps in of walking 10 minutes a day, right? And you do that every day for a week two weeks, three weeks. And then maybe you're like, cool, maybe I'll try walking 15 minutes or maybe I will try running for the 10 minutes. But we're just going to gradually increase it so that it's actually easy 
Um, this is something that was like life-changing when I read Atomic Habits is like, actually new habits should be pretty easy. Um, it shouldn't be go run 10 miles, go run 26.2 miles. It actually should be pretty easy when you are starting out. So let's give another example when it comes to food, when it comes to messing up with food. I find for a lot of people, they think it's just about the food. They're like, ah, I should track calories on Noom or I should count macros. But really a lot of the reasons people have struggle with food is because of emotions and not knowing how to handle stress. But so let's, let's imagine, um, a scenario. Um, you're eating well all day. Let's just pretend that you are eating throughout the day. You have a 5P breakfast. You have a 5P lunch. You have a 5P snack. Um, you have dinner and you're still just like fuming from your workday. You're stressed out. You're tired. You're blah. And you just want to zone out in front of the TV and you like grab your chips and you grab your ice cream and your bottle of wine and you sit there and you zone out in front of the TV. And then you wake up tomorrow morning and you're like, oh, I messed up. I feel, you know, like, why did I do that? I shouldn't have done that, blah, blah, blah. And it's like, okay, again, let's um, let's get it onto paper. What happened, right? Okay, cool. I was zoning out in front of the TV. I was zoning out in front of the TV because I just didn't want to think about work anymore. I didn't want to think about the kids. I just didn't want to think about life and I just wanted to numb. It's like, okay, great. There's nothing wrong with wanting to have a low energy activity at the end of the night. It's just that, having, you know, three bags of chips and a bottle of wine and ice cream doesn't make you feel good. So that was a mess up, but we don't want to repeat that. So let's figure something else out. Okay. So, um, maybe your other options, um, are have, you know, you're still allowed to have a glass of wine, but you're going to pour it into a cup. You're not going to bring the bottle to the TV and maybe you still are going to have some snacks, but you're going to put it on a plate. So that's one option, right? Another option is a different low energy activity that has nothing to do with food. Maybe it is, you know, going for an evening walk. That is a low energy activity. I really like doing bike rides. I, I, I wish we did them more. I think I just don't really enjoy riding around in our neighborhood because it's not a tendency here, but I do enjoy doing evening bike rides. Um, it's low energy to go for a bike ride. You get to and explore, but that's another option or going for a walk or going for a run walk in the evening is really nice as well. But just low energy activities um, that again, you don't have to go and do a hit workout. You don't have to go and do like, like really intense workouts at the end of the evening. Um, if you want to just kind of relax or maybe it is the bubble bath, maybe it is, um, you know, reading a book, whatever, but Again, for a lot of people, what happens at the end of the night with food, um, it's usually that you're trying to use food to relieve stress or relieve, get relief from the day. And it's not that you don't have self-control or that you're a terrible person or that you can't be trusted. It's like, let's, let's think about this a little differently. And instead of attaching so much shame and blame on you, let's look at the actions and then change the actions. So when you mess up again, I want to say this a million times, um, whole 30 is wrong. When you mess up, you do not need to start over on day one. You can't start over on day one. Day one would be the first day that you were a baby on this planet. You're never actually starting over on day one. Really just pick it up and keep moving. See what went wrong. Like see what what were the circumstances? What were what was the thinking? Was it all or nothing thinking that, you know, 
um, caused you to unravel, see what went wrong, and then come up with a solution for that problem. And then just show up the next day. This is one of the reasons I really, really like using the 365 Habit Tracker with my clients. So we're not, so a lot of habit trackers out there, and they're fine. Like if you like the one that you're using, that's totally fine. But a lot of habit trackers start out on day one of the month. And I've had clients in the past that like, oh, I'm going to do this perfectly for 30 days. And if I mess up these 30 days, well, I will have a new habit tracker the next month. What I like about the 365 Habit Tracker is it's the whole year. It's the whole year and you don't have to wait for um, August 1st to start a new habit. You don't have to wait for a Monday to start a new habit or January 1st or whatever. You just start a new habit on a Thursday. (laughs) Like you can literally just start it whenever you want. And um, you actually can start to see some data like, oh, it keeps, you know, this happens. Um, I mess up every couple of days or actually, look, I used to mess up. I used to be really sporadic in the beginning. And the more reps that I've gotten in, the less sporadic I've been, the more consistent I've been. That actually happened for me when it comes to using the movement menu in 2020. That was a big thing for me. I was very sporadic in the beginning, like January and February. And I became more consistent in March, April, May, June. And then I stopped using the tracker because it's like, oh, now I just, I just work out. I don't need to keep tracking this. But um, having that data was helpful to see um, and proof that I was consistently showing up, consistently taking care of myself. Um, And there were missteps in there. It was not perfect. Um, Times that I've been, times that I have tried to be perfect with food and exercise are also the times that I've completely gone off the wagon. The times that I did the 100-day running streak, didn't run for months after it. Times that I, you know, did whole 30, would be perfect for 30 days, and then would completely go on a bender after it, right? So actually having these missteps and imperfections along the way, um, it, it's less of the all or nothing thinking. It's just, it's just less of that. And it's more of the, um, cool. That didn't go so well. Here's what I'm going to do so that it does go well. And, you know, not having to wait for a Monday or the first of the month to start over, but just picking up where you go. So when it comes to the little quadrant thingy that I show the four quadrants, um, and the diet triangle, I showed another example with a client recently. So, there are times that maybe you you are a little bit permissive, but you move down to that bottom quad that bottom right quadrant where you're permissive, and instead of de- going to neglectful, you just come right back up to being authoritative. Oh, I made a mistake. Okay, here's what I need to do. Oh, I made a mistake. Here's what I need to do. So mistakes are teachable moments rather than mistakes being evidence that you suck. So I'm gonna say that again. Mistakes are teachable moments. When you mess up. Figure out what needs to be learned. What's the lesson that needs to be learned instead of using mistakes as evidence that mm, you're an imperfect human and because you're an imperfect human, you suck. No, mistakes are evidence that you're an imperfect human and we're all imperfect humans. Like we all make mistakes and also none of us suck. We're just imperfect humans um, trying to function on this plan and figure out what to do. So again, when you mess up, don't use it as evidence that you suck and you can't do anything right. See what what went wrong. Choose an opposite action that that you usually do, and track your progress on the 365 Habit Tracker. Which I'm I haven't talked about that in a while, but I'll put a link for that 
in the show notes, you can get the 365 habit tracker. I think it's super easy and awesome to use. I love it. I use it for so many different things. I've used it for not food, food I've had figured out for like the last six years, but exercise and showing up consistently to exercise and run and walk and lift. I've used it for that. I'm currently using it for that, for, um, lifting and running specifically. Um, I also have used it to get into the habit of washing my face consistently in the evening. I've used it for showing up to create this podcast. I no longer track it on there um, because I'm consistently doing it. So it's one of those great things where it helps you be consistent and then you can stop using it once it actually becomes a habit. So for the 365 habit tracker, the link for that will be in the show notes. And then also moderation made easy. If you are ready to get off the diet triangle, if you are ready to find balance with food, if you are ready to use your mistakes as teachable moments instead of as reasons that you suck and you need to start over on day one, get moderation made easy. For that, you'll go to systemsforselfcare.com slash moderation made easy. I will be back tomorrow for Friday's running recap. Um, Really exciting news to share with that. Take care. Go take action. (laughs) Nothing changes unless you take action. Bye.